Our reading today is Psalm 72, verses 1 through 7 and 10 through 14. O God, give your anointed one your judgment and your justice. Teach your chosen one to govern your people rightly and bring justice to the oppressed. The mountains will bring the people peace and the little hills bring justice. Your anointed will defend the oppressed among the people, save the children of the poor, and crush the oppressor. The reign of your anointed will endure as long as the sun and the moon throughout all generations. The rule of the chosen one will be like rain coming down on the meadow, like showers watering the earth. Justice will flower through the days and abundance of peace till the moon shall be no more. Tarshish and the isles will offer gifts Arabia and Sheba will bring tribute. All rulers will pay homage, and all the nations will serve your anointed. Your chosen one will take pity on the lowly and the poor, and will save their lives. Your chosen one will rescue them all from violence and oppression, and will treat their blood as precious. In this series, we will have a guest composer. Richard Bruxford Colligan is a modern-day interpreter of the Psalms, a psalmist. As in our theme song, which was also written by Richard, God is Holding Your Life, his songs have an easy-to-sing chorus that will help bring the seminal message into our voices and hearts. In this one, the chorus is, these lives are precious, these lives are precious we know, You'll catch on quick. Here's an introduction by video from Richard and his song interpretation. Hi, friend. It's Richard. I want to invite you into a song for Psalm 72. Psalm 72 is an interesting one. It seems like back in the day this song was written as a coronation hymn, a blessing for a king. The leader that they are singing about, that they're asking God to bless, was a rem remarkable person. Listen to this. This king was compassionate and generous and always looking for justice for his people. This person paid attention to the poor, it says, the lowly, those living with violence. This king paid attention to the most vulnerable in society. Psalm 72 invites us to think about who is most vulnerable in our society right now, in the world, in your neighborhood, in your circle of friends or in your family, who is most vulnerable? 
and what would it be like to be as compassionate and generous as this king? The text says, you are like rain showering down on the farmland so that up in the mountains where the fields grow, food will come up. That food is justice for everyone. This song is called, These Lives Are Precious. And it comes from a line, where is it here? It says, the king redeems their lives from oppression and violence. Their blood is precious in his eyes. The most vulnerable of us, we can say, these lives are precious. You're the goodness reigning on the farmland. Your peace sprouting in the mountain fields. You're a harvest of the love and justice ripened into seed and heal. These lives are precious. These lives are precious, you know. These lives are precious. All oh, these lives are precious, you know. in a spirit of prayer. Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each one of our hearts be acceptable to you, 
our strength and salvation. And may we, like Samuel, cry out and say, Speak, Lord, for we are listening. Amen. So today we begin this seven-week series in the Psalms, a series for the new year, and my prayer is that our worship over these weeks will comfort and encourage you, helping each of you to know that God is indeed holding your life. That's one of my favorite concepts from another psalm, that God is holding you in the palm of God's hand. There will be much imagery about hands, and we will explore seven beautiful psalms and the ways in which they demonstrate God's care for each of us. Perhaps you'll even find something to drop into a conversation with a friend or a family member as you witness to your faith. Our guide in this journey will be Richard Bruxford Culligan, who we just saw, saw share his gift of thoughtful song. He mentioned that today's Psalm 72 is likely a psalm written to be repeated at the coronation of kings. The attributes of a just and righteous king are listed after the first line indicates that we are about to hear just how the ruler will be judged and by what conditions justice shall be offered back to the king. And here we are on January 9th, just having celebrated the birth of the king of kings, and we've listened to the choir sing of the epiphany visit by kings of far-off lands, paying homage to the Christ child, bringing valuable gifts. Psalm 72 describes the king's attributes, Christ's attributes, and then indicates the way in which he will care for his kingdom, Christ's reign. Goodness begets more goodness. We are blessed in the opportunities we have to be a blessing to others. The more we discover the exchange of belovedness and praise between the holy and creation, the more we live in a state of knowing and accepting our own beloved nature and desire that for all people. That is so true about Wesley Church, don't you think? We grow with God so that we can go to serve. We participate in those ministries just as described in the psalm, ministries that save the children of the poor. Can you see the connection between that phrase and the ministries we do with the school children at Abbott Downing and Second Start? Can you see the connection between the phrase, take pity on the lowly and poor, and the ministries we do with Concord Coalition to End Homelessness and Family Promise? Family Promise just encompasses them both. Each of these psalms is a song of praise, beautiful poetry evoking the creator and creation and the marvelous ways in which we interact with every created thing. Think about those tender plants that we just saw in that video that need water and sun to grow. Can we imagine that all people with their tender hearts are yearning for such sustenance that even we ourselves do? It's so important to remember that it's not us helping them, but that all of us, each one of us, are in need of God's help. 
God's nourishing love that showers the earth so that justice flowers through all days. We can see the beginning buds of justice when we see the homeless housed and the hungry fed, but we, the creation, we are called to join the creator God in bringing true justice by dismantling systems of injustice that perpetuate poverty and homelessness. We're going to have an opportunity to remember those vows made in our baptism about resisting evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves when we participate in the litany to remember our baptism later in today's service. Do we believe that lives, including ourselves, as well as those we serve, are precious, truly precious, and a bit precarious and in need of tender care? How will we live that out this year? What new thing will you do or think or believe or invite someone to join with you in as we strive to quiet the conflict among all people by creating a compelling environment that fosters spirituality, community engagement, and social justice? You know I repeat these things frequently. That was our vision statement. Earlier I said our mission statement. I talked about our baptismal vows. I repeat these things so that we memorize it and it becomes a part of us. Whenever there are necks stepped upon, a line in Richard's song, whether physically, economically, or socially, the whole society suffers. And we are called to seek God's justice and bring true freedom from oppression as we love our neighbors as ourselves. Let us pray for the kind of rule of the land that honors each precious life. And may we know we are loved and called to love in extraordinary ways. Let us hear that call and answer it. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. Amen.